Can I take a note? Stop, stop. We need, you need to cut that because I sound like a twat. What did I say? I said nothing. I'm going well. You yes, we are. Nothing. Content catch up. Hello, friends and enemies of the content catch up. Enemies. Friends and enemies. So, Bucks, story to uh, our new intro. I always get caught up by saying, ladies and gentlemen. And given that we now live in a world where we should be more. Um, what's the word? Like more aware of the fact that people don't always identify as m- men, or male or female. Friends or enemies. Welcome to episode eight of the content catch up. We're episode we're, nine, you egg. Episode nine Let's, of the content catch up. Early egg. I can't keep up. That's how many episodes we're doing. Barks, how the bloody hell are you? I'm going great because we just had a great guest, and your your boy Ben, Ben My Lawson boy from Ben from the Bombers that we Lenny. talk about quite often. Lenny, as we found out, he's called. Um, yes. he joined us, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Um, live from the Essendon boardroom. So, <laughs> yeah. um, what a flex! Um, but no, we we put the call out late. We we always speak about them, Barks, and we always speak about the the boys from Essendon and the design work they did, and. To be to be absolutely honest, we we got in contact with both Benny Corson and Benny Lawson, and Benny Lawson came through this week. Um, but Benny Corson is also keen for another episode, so watch this space. Um, but yeah, it was great chat to finally tap into the brains of the person behind the. There's no other word to describe it, but the outstanding work that you see consistently come up on the Essendon account. Um, we're going to dive into the chat pretty soon, but. I just want to just want to highlight like this. This is actually a very very good chat for anyone who's interested in the creative process behind some of the AFL accounts. Like Barks and I can talk about it from one aspect, but um, if you're interested in design or digital design, this is a good episode to tune into. So stick with us. Few um, internet issues through through this recording, but we've done our best to make it work. Um, and here he is in all his glory, Ben Lawson. Barks, we're pretty lucky this week. We talk about Essendon's graphics enough, so it's about time we've got someone who actually makes them onto the show. Um, we're joined by the extremely talented Ben Lawson, not to be confused with the shithead Ben Corson, who's also at the Bombers, but we've got the man behind the the tools here. Welcome, Benny. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, looking forward to seeing a few of your episodes and glad to finally get the call up to jump on. I've got to say, um, this is the the biggest flex we've ever had on this show so far. So Ben's actually booked out the Essendon Football Club boardroom to to take part of this podcast. So um, I don't know if that rivals my background, but it definitely beats um, Barks's white wall that he's got going on. So <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> well done, Ben. You had to pull some strings to get that one. Yeah, I wanted to jump on and try and... Uh Trying to have some kind of flex, I guess. Yeah, better than the um, uh, the shitstorm at what I have at my home at the moment. Just moved moved in, so boxes everywhere. So coming to work a bit better. Oh, I'm doing that as well soon, Ben. Actually, um, we'll jump straight into so something we like to do with all our guests, Ben, is something we call the one minute brief. Welcome to the one minute brief. Your time starts now. <laughs> 
that gives our listeners a bit of a view of who the hell we're talking to, basically. And I know Jules, Jules knows you. He's, I think he called you tosses last week because we talk about you so often. Um, but look, crack on to the one minute brief. Um, do you have a nickname? Yeah, it depends who you talk to about what they call me. Um, so playing local footy, you always get the, uh, the standard, yeah, tosser. Um, <laughs> playing local footy, you cop the, uh, the, the standard law. So, um, uh, at work normally, um, for whatever reason, my PS4 name, username is kind of taking traction and I'll get called Lenny Borson. So basically <laughs> any Lawson, but just okay. reverse the, uh, uh, the first two letters. So, and then that's just kind of stemmed on and Lenny is a bit of a, bit of a popular one around at the moment, which is, uh, <laughs> a bit of an unusual one to try and pick up, but that's yeah, about it. It's a nickname, I reckon. Other ones are don't suitable for work. Don't really. mind, Lenny. <laughs> <laughs> All the podcasts. Um, job title? Uh, yeah. Um, so I'm pretty sure it's a senior graphic and digital designer. <laughs> so, um, yeah, got to chuck the digital one in there to try and um, expand it out a bit. Absolutely. Um do you have a favorite bit of content you've worked on over your years? Yeah. Oh, that's a hard one. I think everyone in the creative field, I think every time you start a new piece of artwork, you instantly hate everything else you do <laughs> in the past, I think. Um, <laughs> I can remember true. the first I did for the Bombers and I absolutely loved it. It was a Darcy Parish. Um, uh, what do you get? Rising Star. And I absolutely loved it. And I look back at it now and just cringe. But um, <laughs> I think at the moment, I think my uh, favorite at the moment would probably be the art um, creative I did for Trade Week last year and the artwork and creative I did um, that kind of went with that. A lot of it kind of went um, unseen, unfortunately, as Trade Week goes, but um, that's just a footy world, isn't it? Yeah, it is. That, that's funny that you mentioned um, the, the things you do in the past about, I feel like so many people can relate about just hating what you see of yourself. <laughs> I think it'd be rare to find someone that would love early stuff they've done. Um, yeah, 100%. Do you have a best non-work skill? Uh, oh, I struggle with that one. I, I you sent me the questions last night and I looked at it. I looked at my girlfriend and I'm like, I don't know. Um, I'll, probably, I'll, <laughs> I'll probably rate myself as a bit of a first-rate Reggie's defender, to be honest, playing local footy. The ultimate um, Reggie's. Just... Yeah, ultimate resi player, but uh, just don't ask me to kick. So that's probably what personifies that that kind of role. Um, because yeah, but I reckon that'd be about it, really. No. Did you your partner didn't give you any skills she rated rated you in? Oh, what'd she say? She, oh. <laughs> no compliments. Yeah, Jeez, that's rough. <laughs> she wasn't too. She wasn't, yeah. <laughs> she wasn't too shining on me, to be honest. So. Uh, <laughs> Perfect opportunity to talk you off a bit and then she just leaves you hanging. This shot me down, literally. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll get stuck into um, a bit of what you do. Jules obviously gave you a nice little intro there, but I want to start really basic. Um, I asked this question because I haven't done a lot of graphic design over my time, but for when I have, I feel like the biggest thing I struggle with is the sort of blank canvas projects where you can literally do anything. And I sort of just feel like I just, trial and error stuff until I fluke something that looks good. And I wanted to ask you, if you've just got a blank canvas, do you have a process you like to go through or is it a lot of it literally trial and error? Yeah, it's definitely a good point. I think with the, um, I think working in a sporting industry in a club and AFL environment, it's so fast paced that you can't 
really sit down and spend a huge amount of time um, researching and, and trying to find that inspiration. But I, I it is part of the process. So I think you got to find, do have to find that time. And whether it's just, I think a lot of my go-to's is um, normally like to have a sit down, have a, bit of, have a cuppa, chuck some tunes on, and then um, just find, scope the internet for five, 10 minutes, see what I can find, whether it be, um, I think last year's trade trade week period, I was trying to figure out the direction I wanted to go for that. And I landed on a, a song I was really, I really liked listening to. And I just happened to look at the album art and I really, I, I draw I draw a lot of um, inspiration off that really. And just took took the idea and, and just kind of expanded it. And that's how I kind of basically came up with the, the whole trade week creative from last year. So I think, yeah, it's definitely, definitely comes down to a lot of trial and error, like you said, but um, yeah, you definitely can't spend too much time worrying about that. You just kind of got to pick yourself up and keep on going. Yeah. What was the, what was the album out of interest? Good question. I actually don't remember what the song was called. <laughs> um, <laughs> I might have to try and, I'll try and, um, I might try and draw it up and find it a bit later and send it over to you guys. That, that's really cool mm-hmm. though, because like the fact that you've got this this kind of short routine where you know I'm not going to do anything until like I've, you know, sat down, had a cuppa, listened to some music, cleared my mind of anything else that I'm already thinking about, and then start from scratch. That's probably something that I don't know. I've never really heard it. Like we're for my perspective anyway. It's always just like oh, we've got to get this done what's the easiest way or the the fastest way we can get something done. Whereas like when you've got time to spend on something like actually taking that time and doing that rather than rushing the process. Yeah. I think it's really, I think it's really crucial to be honest. And I guess working in a, in a corporate or in a sporting environment, like I guess a lot of people could look over your shoulder and they could see me browsing Pinterest or browsing Bahamas or <laughs> um, any one of the, one of the um, blogs, design blogs I'm looking at and think of, oh, Ben's not doing any work at the moment, but really it's more trying to find the inspiration, the creative, like it sounds real bullshit and like the creative flow, I guess, like that's why the term I'm liking at the moment, but um, <laughs> to try and get that going. And I think it's definitely a vital part of the, uh, of the industry, I think. Absolutely. Especially like, like you said, with footy, you're working on so many different things at, at once and like to not get into the funk and i think that's one thing that we really admire about your work in particular in essendon is that you never really have anything that looks exactly the same um is that like but somehow it yeah, still feels essendon all, that's what's great thing. <laughs> like yeah that's a great point jill sorry to cut in that nothing looks the same but you see it and you're like yeah it's essendon yeah oh, i appreciate that that's uh it's something i'm definitely trying to create like a uniform brand i guess and I think um, Essendon Footy Club being such a um, such a huge club in Australian sport, um, I think it's definitely a unique opportunity to try and, and you got to keep it you got to keep it much the same considering that like two colours are red and black really, and if you deviate from that any more than or, or next thing you know you got you got St Kilda or you got your got the Sydney Swans or you got yeah so I try and keep it consi- consistent, but I've kind of built um, a brand and. Um, I guess a workflow that I kind of look at the um, each piece I've done previously and and then I get into the new job and I try and look at the next piece and I'm like, all right, how do I, what do I like from that that I can take the next piece and then rework it into a different different form. Um, and I think that kind of helps 
keep it, keep things consistent. So you kind of, you look at all my last six months worth of work and it all looks like you put it side by side and it all looks, oh yeah, that's, that's that's in a football club. But you look at it individually and it's like, okay, that's its own, got its own um, identity as well. So um, that's basically what I'm trying to run with at the moment. And um, I feel like it's, I hope it's paying off, but yeah. We talk about you every bloody week, so it's definitely <laughs> paying off in our books. I appreciate that, boys. I think that like that's another good point where you're saying with like and Carlton's quite similar in, in this um, instance from talking to our designers like as soon as you stray away from navy blue or in your case the, the red and black not only do you risk going to like for us it's Geelong if we put too much white in or Collingwood if we go black um, and for you like you said St Kilda or Sydney um, but the other side of it is that you've you've got to always uphold that like the couple of the traditional elements that you know, are written into every fan's expectation of what something Essendon should look like, something Carlton should look like. Have you ever struggled with having gotten pushback from someone internally or externally going like, this just isn't fucking Essendon, this is great, but it's it's too far? And and like, how do you deal with that to kind of get your your vision forward in the end of the day? Yeah, I think there's, there's definitely a lot of head, a lot of talking heads, I guess, at a footy club that can definitely... Um, can definitely what definitely want to have their their ego kind of um, ego heard, I guess, and want to and try and solidify their point. And then I guess to the um like the, the bombers are such a um, such a huge entity in their own right. Um, I guess I, I kind of fall back. I kind of you kind of brought that question up to me when I read that yesterday, and I remember walking down. I don't know if Jules, if you remember walking the club, you saw the um the Simon Madden quote. That they had yeah. down in the um, down in the gym, which is yeah. um, uh, we we are the custodians of the club, I guess. Um, we're just yeah. merely walking through it. I think it's along the lines, and I think that was more directed at the players. And I can understand why, but um, I think if you you can you can still internalize that as a as an administrator or as a person of Essendon, like, you can you guys got to re- understand that like you're trying to put your best work forward for the club. That the club is always bigger than you, I guess. So. Uh, <laughs> Fuck, have you been talking to the media coordinator before you jump on this? That was a very good answer. <laughs> He's actually in front of Ben. They're actually in front of Ben. Like, pop it down, pop it down. Yeah, they got it. It's in the room. Got me a gunpoint at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 is a, that, like, not taking anything away, That that is, like, a very good point. They're, like, your work kind of just um, – your lo- work will always last longer than you're there. So – I guess that's important as well to remember from a, a designer or content yeah. Cr- perspective. Yeah, I think I think it's crucial and for um, like especially like all creatives, you're definitely going to have pushback and and I think yet sometimes your toughest um, critic is just as well. So you got to make sure that I think the working in a footy club it definitely brings you you can't have an ego, I guess like or you can have an ego, but you got to um, you got to make sure it's. Uh, not too visible. No, it's a great point. And I was just thinking about the using what colors you're allowed to use. Like I was going to throw in there. Do you, it's a jewel sort of touched on it, but do you ever have these moments where you're like pissed off and you want to add like a fluoro green or something <laughs> to go a bit crazy? And then all, you obviously can't. All the time. Uh, <laughs> always wanting to incorporate color. And there's only so much you can use red and black and then not feel like you're, um, Oh, it's, yeah, it can be so frustrating. I try and I try and use different elements in different ways, and um, to try and bring 
even the slightest bit of color. I think like if you've noticing, I've been using a lot of the like the holographic kind of sticker pack kind of trend at the moment, and just any way I can yeah. try and bring in a bit of color that can make it. It's a little bit different, so definitely a challenge. I think you guys do that very well with textures, though. Um, like I think that's a way you can sort of cover that in a way. But um, I want to go. We'll, we'll keep you. All, we'll hold you to your word of giving us that album cover because I want to <laughs> see what that um, looks like side by side. But going back to the traditional inspir- inspiration, I guess. Um, do you have any main accounts, maybe different sports in the states or anything like that? You that you do. Um, I guess draw inspiration from a lot or have, have any favorite teams? Yeah. Um, it's a fair few, to be honest. I'm not really an, um, <laughs> NBA fan, but, um, a lot of the, a lot of the accounts I can, I'm a big fan of like Orlando magic at the moment. They're just under there. I think his name's, yeah, I, I, I think his name's Tony could be wrong. Um, I follow his, I actually follow his personal Twitter account. Yeah, now. I follow him. Work is absolutely incredible. What he can do is, um, their um their graphics and everything is unbelievable and i'm super envious of the um the catalog of images that nba players get and um wish <laughs> yeah. one day that afl images were um afl just great <laughs> don't get me wrong but um having having courtside photographers that close to the action is just i think orlando and brooklyn are the two teams that i always have top of my list yeah them like the lakers Graphic as well um outside of nba i'm a big fan of the um Ferrari Formula One team at the moment, what they're doing on socials. Uh, I'm a big Formula One fan as well, big Nuffy for the uh, Daniel <laughs> Ricciardo. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of that and what they're kind of um, what they're trying to do with that platform, which has been a, in a traditional sense a lot more, a bit slower to the party. I think if you guys notice that, they're a lot, lot slower, a bit more um, traditionalist in that in that sense. Um, uh, I need to be closer to home. Sorry, I was just going to say I don't I don't follow it at all. So what what are they doing? What do you what do you love about that? Oh, I just feel like they just kind of finally come to the table. They're, they're like they realize that like social media and that platform is not going away, and Formula One teams are finally catching up to the fact that um, it's a it's a it's a platform that can um, really amplify the sport. Really. Um, yeah, it's, yeah. I, I, I'm looking through the um, yeah. the Ferrari uh, Insta now, and I can I can see where you've got like some of your inspiration here. Like uh, the main thing mm-hmm. I can pick up is that they're, they're probably similar to Essen in the fact that the red is so vivid in everything that they have to do, and that's like their brand color, right? But like then simplifying a lot of the stuff by adding different yeah, elements yeah. in the background to make it pop. Um, it's um it's always cool to hear that question because sometimes I feel yeah. like as um as like any content creators you get so insular in what you're always looking at that you forget to look outside and find something new and it you know it can be other sports like Barks is pretty big into NBA I'm pretty big at looking at NFL but then if you you forget that if you're just looking at that that's all you're ever going to see so like expanding to other sports like tennis f1 stuff you wouldn't yeah. typically watch you're going to find a whole bunch of new people that are doing great things yeah it's not even not even sport really like you can uh, you can interpret any a, a variety of different things outside the world and you can take take it and run really uh, um different I, i'm constantly on different design blogs and a lot of the time it's more like even just packaging design um, art, even architecture, like you can draw all things from, which yeah. is 
um, it's just yeah, it's an open open book really. What what are a couple of if we're gonna get get your um top three design sites that you go to so our listeners can have a have a squiz and maybe see what you're looking at. Yeah, yeah, I definitely can. Um, yeah, a couple of them oh, standard. Uh, I think one of them is Design Inspiration. I think it's called. Um, yeah, that's a pretty good one. Um, I'm always on Pinterest. To be honest, like the. Uh, um, <laughs> 18 year old teenage girl I am, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, I got a, I got a pretty good, um, algorithm going on that at the moment. So, um, but then also like, yeah, jumping on Instagram and following all the, all the big name accounts and, um, twi- Twitter as well. I've kind of, utilized, I don't really use Twitter outside of work, but, um, I kind of try and use that for, um, a platform that I can view what every other club's kind of up to and, um, try and stay ahead of the game or um, keep on those trends that are happening. Yeah, absolutely, man. Like I think um, from every designer that I've ever spoken to, there's no shame in using Pinterest because um, it's just, it's free. It's like free money, right? Like there's just so mm. much stuff there that you can easily um, pull in together. And I'm sure your like wedding planning board is going well too for when that for that happens maybe you need to show that to your girlfriend oh. so she th- thinks of something nice to <laughs> say wedding planning festival outfits you know you name it uh, <laughs> <laughs> two key areas of yeah. interest yeah <laughs> um i kind of want to maybe touch on another bit of your job that you, you brought up which is the the digital design um and kind of get a feel of what what that kind of incorporates because we've obviously spoken to digital um we've spoken to graphic designs we've spoken to video producers but we've perhaps never had anyone that works purely in a, a digital design space what does that kind of involve yeah it's an interesting one i think um besides just the title it's kind of i guess the broad spectrum of, yeah. of, of what we're what we do at the club so working working in the digital space working with like the video boys the um content the website but then also uh, but then also kind of the graphic field kind of expands into um like I guess digital also like the game day experience, like the game day activations, the big screens. The um, I haven't ventured into the LEDs just yet. Um, that's um, the, the magic of Benny Corson still. But um, <laughs> yeah, then you mentioned the graphic side, the print side of working with the, the corporate hospitality services, like the, the the many menus they need printed out, the place cards and. Uh, um, <laughs> The, the mighty just B, get them a BNF, label BNF Knights too, which, yeah yeah <laughs> and um and then the the numerous events that that come come and go during a season so um i guess yeah it's it's a title that um i guess a, a title that kind of helps cover all bases really um and i guess the digital realm is it's a growing realm and i think like, even with the the trending um now the uh what, what are they call the nft um, NFTs, yeah. people selling digital art. Um, I think it's it's an interesting interesting time to be um, around in a, in a graphic design or creative creative space. I think it's funny that NFT stuff, isn't it? Because like, I wonder who's going to be the first AFL club to jump in on something like that. And I wouldn't put it past your lot to to all yeah. of a sudden start tr- trading NFTs. I've 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 raised the question a couple of times just early early <laughs> early on. It's just more. It's if you if you don't know. What it, I, I think Triple J might have had a brief discussion of what they are, yeah. 
um, or like an ABC or something, did something like that. But um, kind of similar to Topshop yeah. NBA cards, like it's a digital piece oh, of art that okay. you own the token. Yeah, you own a yeah. code to essentially. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much it. Like I think. <laughs> yeah, like today I saw someone selling uh, a, a single red pixel. And I think it's like it's on auction at the moment, and it's selling for like ninety thousand dollars. I think I'm getting the exact figure, but like it's oh something God. absurd. Oh uh, <laughs> it's um, it's so an interesting, weird. interesting time. Yeah, but then I can understand like there's, there's artists having actual um, art gallery shows online, like in a virtual reality kind of setting, and uh, yeah, it just it's opening up the world to a whole different, whole different. Um, almost dimension really isn't it really <laughs> like um like you're going into the yeah. virtual world and um it's a different interesting time being a um i'm only a graphic designer really but like being a digital artist and venturing into that into that world it's it's um the options are kind of endless at the moment it's interesting would be it would be interesting to see like a um whether a club does do it or not um but we're not going to solve that one today but what i did want to talk about is bring it back to that yeah. Uh, digital design process and and how well like all your graphics seem to work between um video and actual static graphics on social is that something that you've worked on a lot with um the video team and like how does that kind of relationship work internally yeah i think uh with the um self plug the don don digital team here um <laughs> i feel like we've kind of built it's a really good relationship between all of us in the team, I think we got we got two video boys at the moment. Myself, graphic designer. We got a um, couple of social couple of social guys and um, and writers and that. And um, I really feel that we've built this kind of solid relationship that we kind of we, we can definitely bounce off ideas, um, and then we have trust in each other to um, critique each other's work. We we kind of know what works. So I'll, we'll basically have like. Um, we have a play coming in, have a photo shoot planned. Um, we'll work out that the video boys are going to con- um, capture a certain extent. I'll work on taking photos in the background um, and then we'll try and merge graphics together. And then um, even though I'm not the best at animating myself, um, I'm, I can I know the basics around InDesign, um, not InDesign, um, After Effects, but um, I can kind of relay to the video boys what, um, how I'm intending the design to look in its um, in an animated form kind of thing. And, um, and they're they're capable enough to take that and run really and then work from there. It's it's so cool. I think that's something that we um like here at Carlton, like we here at Carlton, we're not here at Carlton. Marks <laughs> and I as, as members of the Carlton team have, have looked at and and something we're trying to look at because it, it's important to have that consistency. Like you don't want to put all this work into to one arm of um, graphic design, let's say, and then have the video producers do something completely different and vice versa. Um, Oh, that's my thoughts anyway like definitely comes down to everyone having the same yeah the same idea and the same um understanding of which direction we're going to go in and then um like i think the, the video boys have a i uh, have a huge undertaking in what they have to capture themselves and i really admire that but then um they also have an understanding of um how things need to look in comparison to the, the efforts i'm putting in and um, and then, and they take the guidance too. If I, if I'm, if I'm needing to get things to look a certain way, they'll, they'll take what I'm, what I'm doing and, and, and run with that as well. And, um, uh, it's definitely, definitely great help. 
Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of which direction you're going to go in, good little segue to wrap this bad boy up because we've taken enough time of your time in the boardroom. But um, do you have anything in mind that you think comes next? Where, what sort of your creative, inner creative self thinking, um, the AFL world? I use the question that really, really, uh, really got me, stumped me. It got me. Um, (laughs) Stumped you. It's a hard one, I think. I guess history always repeats itself and that couldn't be truer and um, in like the creative and art world. So you always see trends coming back into, um, into popularity. And, um, so I feel like going forward, like you always to see, um, seizing trends coming back that were like, you know, gradients for one, I guess, like you see that a couple of years ago, gradients were non-existent. People used to almost go, Oh, yuck. Can't, can't do that. And then now they're coming back in with the, with a vengeance. Um, so yeah, going forward, I feel like, um, I feel like the AFL was definitely going to try and get into more of the art space. Really? Um, I, I feel like the, um, the nature of the footy club being, um, like a, a sport club, it's like, it's, it's rough and it's tough and it doesn't need to be that anymore. Um, I feel like, um, and especially with the, the, um, the inclusion of like, AFL clubs being um, so inclusive and, and having the additional women's teams coming on board now too, which is um, hugely progressive. And um, I feel like um, the direction we're going in with that is um, it's becoming more of a creative space that we can um, pretty much do what we want um, and not have to be into the, um, the nature of what a footy club used to be, I guess. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. So I think you can. The the artist point makes me remember. I think the Cleveland Cavaliers recently, like one of our positions or similar to this, they hired an actual artist, and I'm looking forward to what they're going to produce in the future because I think it's a sort of a senior role. So the background of this person's, um, yeah, being an actual an artist, um, it'll be really interesting to see how that actually changes the the sport landscape because, as you said, it's a bit all rough and tough with the typical sport um the way we do things but um yeah no that's a really good answer ben and i'm gonna wrap this bad boy up jules yeah i reckon we wrap so, it up wrap it up appreciate it guys lunchtime wrap it up. no wait <laughs> <laughs> what's what's on the menu i've got no idea yet i'm gonna have to go and venture around Tullamarine and see what i can scrounge up well you enjoy and no we appreciate your time ben it's good to meet you and um appreciate your insight it's very interesting and keep up the good work obviously everyone um do yourself a favor, head to the Essendon channels because I know we do talk about it a lot, but just have a scroll of their feed, um, have a look about what, we, what we're what we talking about, that nothing looks identical but it looks Essendon. Um, yeah, go check out the channels. So appreciate just, your time. Just don't engage done. with their posts because that kills our like social media engagement at Carlton. Just like look, look, don't don't follow or anything. <laughs> Give it look. All the likes, guys, all the likes will be, they'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, appreciate it guys um huge shout out to the don digital team guys i got told to, i'm at gunpoint now right now gunpoint to, to say that that a plug yeah, uh, appreciate it what you're doing guys wow 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 no that oh, i sounded sarcastic but how, how was that, that was i think great. that was really cool i think it was um Pretty interesting just to hear from the normality of scrolling for inspiration on all the websites. I'm sure a lot of the designers out there 
are familiar with. And also just when he does have a blank canvas, he just stops, makes himself a cuppa, like a like we all can relate to, puts on some music, and that's how he gets going. I love that. I I think that was one of my favorite parts of the interview, to be honest with you, is just hearing that like when we're talking, we always talk about sports accounts. <clears throat> Excuse me again, shut something in my Think throat not. for the second week in a row. Um, we always talk about sports accounts for inspiration, but we really should look further than just that because yeah. we're inspired from so many different things like music or art or, but Ben brought up the example of architecture. Like there's no reason you can't implement aspects of that or something that they're doing into the work that you're doing. Like package design or label. Package design, yeah. Like, yeah, he said he he's on whatever website he might be on. He'll just see things like, yeah, architecture, package design, label design, just how it all works. And I, I'm very guilty of that. I'll shout out our mate Cripsy because he, <laughs> I think he, I don't know if it was over my account or Content Catch-Up account, but he told me to stop talking about NBA because I just <laughs> look naturally, naturally, I just look at NBA for most things un- unintentionally, but I should probably look at, Maybe I should look at um, dog dog bed crowders. Dog, <laughs> I don't know. Look at something random. What the fuck are you on about? I saw what a dog bed. <laughs> I, saw, I was going for like pet accessory, pet you're, accessory brands. You're bloody on one this afternoon. <laughs> oh, it's a good point. I'm, I'm getting inspired by Lenny. It, it it is it is a good point though, and it's something that we all fall trap to because once you work in the sports um social sports digital space it does become your world so it's very hard to look outside but a real talent of um ben's to be able to distinguish that inspiration doesn't just come from one source um yeah but yeah absolutely recommend getting around uh the essendon social accounts and as he shouted out the don's digital account so if you want to see the behind the scenes of what they're producing and how they're producing it, um, go and have a look there. And while we're at it, we may as well shout out um, the other uh, members of his team. And when it comes to digital design, there's Richard um, and Grayson in the video department and, of course, Ben Corson as part of their 150-year design and branding celebrations. Absolutely. All right. Well, yeah, let's move on, shall we? Kick on to um, the favourite Favorite segment. Are you going to give us the intro this one? Egg of the week. That was it. What do you reckon, listeners? <laughs> yeah, fair enough. No wind up required this week. Crack it open, Pete. <laughs> now I've got a quick. I've got a quick egg of the week. Um, I'll go straight to mine. It was actually submitted by Soap Sam, as otherwise known, Carlton, Carlton you- colleague and friend of ours, and friend producer of the show on the Dylan Buckley show. Oh, let's not give him too much of a big head. But yes, he does. He is. He featured on um, Dill Buckley's um, first vlog. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, I saw the screenshots of it. Very good. Producer Sam. Yeah, I sent you the fucking screenshot, so you probably did see that. Um, anyway, this is a sh- this is a short um, short egg from the North Melbourne Footy Club. Indirectly, the North Melbourne Footy Club. So they hired a. Um, a company, this actually this seems sort of personal and it sort of is, but they hired a company to do their latest video marketing campaign. And we won't go into the campaign, but I, he sent me, so Sam sent me through the company that is making this campaign. They are called, let me just open this page, Blood United. Blood United, I think. Blood United. And 
Yeah, I just wanted to sort of egg their brand, I'm going to be honest. So, Blood United, their tagline is ideas that unite you like blood. And Blood United was founded on the belief that some ideas are so powerful that they can unite you like blood. Is that not the weirdest tagline and branding you've heard of what <laughs> a, crea- a creative agency? fuck. So, that is whoever, <laughs> whoever oh you are out there. Oh, my God. Like, I admit, you never want to burn a bridge in, in this world, but... Oh, <laughs> true, <laughs> true. Um, you know what, though? They could do outstanding work and it's not everything, but it is worthy of an egg. So, thank you, Soap, for that submission. Very egg-worthy. <laughs> blood United. The t- it's the tagline <laughs> for me. Ideas that like yeah. unite you like blood. Yeah, I just thought that was pretty funny. So, you know, keep doing you, Blood United. Blood it United. Like- Terrible soccer team. <laughs> no. <laughs> Should sponsor, yeah, sponsor soccer or Melbourne United. Um, all right. Well, you've got nothing for us, Jules. So thanks for joining me. Yeah, no, nah, I don't have a lot this week. Sorry, sorry, crew. I just came to the table with the guest for the third time this season. Wow. Anyway, it's not a competition. All right. Does that? Oh yeah. It's Guess we in. we did tease this at the start of um this season, but it's now locked in. So. The week of, I think, around the 30th of April, we're recording on the 23rd, yeah. we will have, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to announce it, Camille, digital content creator extraordinaire from the Chicago Bulls. <laughs> just the, we all felt that. And it was just I- the moment that we all <laughs> thought, okay, let's give this a silent. Okay. <laughs> Just a bit harsh. And if we have our way, I'm going to ask him about Benny the Bull and see if we can get him on the show. That was without the doubt the creepiest thing you've ever done on this podcast, and that's saying a lot. Okay, guys, wrap it up. I'm going to wrap us up because I'm sick of looking at your face, Jules. Thank (laughs) you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, Benny, for jumping on. Thanks, Barks, for being you. And, um, Mr. Barker, I'll see you in the playground afterwards. We're going to fucking thrash this out. You really just uh, uh, stole my outro. I said I'm going to wrap this bad boy up and then you just overpowered me. <laughs> nah, see ya. See ya. See ya.